This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. Uh, seems like he's an owner that really cares about. You know, it's a different world now. From from you go to the it it, it seemed it went from mom and pops in the you know 50 years ago to now everything's corporately owned. Uh, I had several owners uh, that I went through in my career. I had a Marge Shot, very eccentric in Cincinnati. I had a Ted Turner in Atlanta, and then I had. Uh, when I played for Seattle, I never met the owner. He never came to a game. And I think since he bought the franchise, he was never in attendance for a Seattle Mariner game. But what what is your interaction on a day-to-day basis um, during the football season uh, with, with your, with your owner, Stephen Ross? You know, I talk to Steve probably, you know, almost every day. We may go three or four days without talking and then we'll talk three or four times in a day. Uh, Steve is a, is a wonderful guy. He, he cares very deeply about this, this team, about the fans, about Miami, uh, about these players. Uh, he's just a great guy. I mean, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to explain when you sent, spend time with someone like this, who's sort of an iconic person. I mean, what he's done in his life, he was just, uh, honored by the ULI, the urban land Institute with a lifetime achievement award. And we went to the the uh, ceremony and there was this video produced and and steve is someone that's always looking forward not looking back so he's rarely telling stories about all of his accomplishments in his life or what he's done he's always asking questions and talking about what are we going to do next and at 83 years old that's an amazing quality he's always learning he's always asking questions he's always trying to do new things and when you reflect back on what he's accomplished it's pretty incredible you know he will We'll go to a city and we'll just go buy something. He's like, yeah, let's. I got to stop here for a second. I'm like, why? He's like, well, I own this building and we have to go in here. Say, wait, you own this building? Like, yeah, I own that one and that one. So it's sort of like what he's built around this country: um, the affordable housing, the, the, the skyscrapers, the the skylines that he's changed, the schools, the you know, the things that he's done around the country are, are pretty remarkable. And he's the kind of person that's always looking forward. Uh, he loves the game of football. He wants to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, we were in Washington together uh, a couple nights ago, and, uh, you know, it was enjoyable. It was a fun game to watch, to kind of be sitting here at 9-3 and three and uh, have a coach and a general manager who are just working great together, uh, have a team of players that enjoy playing together, that are having fun playing the game right now, and that are playing at a high level. Uh it's it's fun, and I know I know he's enjoying that right now. And you're you're kind of in the middle. You have that interaction up with the owner, and then down GM, coach, uh, down down to the players. How much did how much interaction do you have with them on on a daily basis? Once again, I played for organizations where uh, 
I see I, in Seattle, I saw Howard Lincoln was our CEO. I saw him every day. Uh, Chuck Armstrong was our president. I saw him every day. They were very much around in the manager's office. Now I was in Atlanta. I was in Cincinnati. I've never, I've never seen the CEO. I never saw the president. I saw the general manager. They were always there because they have to be hand in hand with the manager. But how much time do you spend around those guys and, and talk? Obviously you got to talk to your general manager, but on down to coach players. Yeah, fair amount. I mean, look, I try to let those guys do their job and stay out of their way to some degree. I think, you know, the football guys need to make the football decisions. Um, you know, I'm managing what, what I'll call, you know, the business and the business of football and trying to be a support function for them. Uh, I'm around the players. I enjoy the players. You know, we got a, we got a group of great guys on this team. Uh, I think the presence matters to them. I think, you know, look, we built a, Steve and I built a new, uh, world-class training facility that we moved into a couple of years ago. We designed it. We literally like drew out the, the floor plan, went and picked the stone together and, and designed this place to try to create an environment, a great environment for these players. Steve, uh, you know, isn't around every day. You know, you had, you mentioned you had three different owners. You might've had an environment where the owner was in the office every day in Seattle. You said you didn't have an owner around. So probably that's why, probably why Howard and Chuck were around effectively kind of were the owner. Uh, in my case, you know, Steve's not around every day. He's got a lot of things going on all over the country and he's, he's down here in Florida a lot. He's at every game. Uh, he's ex extremely accessible, extremely supportive, but he's not an owner who's, you know, making pricing decisions or trying to tell the general manager, you know, who to trade for. So, um, you know, I try to be that support function, be present, for those guys, uh, it'd be there for them when they, when they need me to be, um, you know, I love the game of football. I grew up playing football, uh, in high school and, and, uh, I love being around the game and just sometimes standing out at practice and, and, uh, and just being present. And I think our players enjoy that. If they need something, they know we're here for them. Um, and, uh, and try to do things for them, you know, when we can and make their lives a little easier so they can focus on football. Chris Greer, your general manager, is kind of uh, it's kind of the family business for him. He's he's got a, um, yeah. a brother's a GM. Uh, his dad was in the front office of the Patriots for years and years. He's kind of he's kind of taken on that family business and, and does a great job for a general manager in 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 the NFL. What are the qualities you look for? The attributes that that a great GM has. Well, a great GM is uh, is uh, has good judgment, decision making. First of all, because a GM has to make a lot of decisions, um, and you know, I think in Chris, what we have, you know, that's really special is that, uh, and I think he got this from his father, Bobby, who's who's, who's a special guy. You know, Chris has a lot of humility. Um, Chris is all about the team first. Um, he's not a guy who uh, has a big ego. Is out. Uh, you know, talking to the media behind the scenes, trying to promote himself. And, uh, you know, he, he's just focused on trying to build a great organization, be a great teammate uh, for Brandon Shore, who works with him, for Mike McDaniel, for all the coaching staff. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, he's just, he's just a pleasure to be around. He's a good guy. He's not a, he's not a boastful, you know, big personality. He's a smart guy who's about the team, uh, who's measured, uh, who has a, an even temperament, so he doesn't get too emotional when things are going well. He doesn't. He enjoys it, but he doesn't. 
he doesn't pat himself on the back too much. And when things aren't going well, uh, he doesn't overreact or panic in any way. And I think those are, those are really important qualities of the GM. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I love watching your head your head coach do his interviews, his post games. Uh, Mike McDaniel uh, is doing a great job for, for for the ball club this year. You guys are nine and three. Um, you got a Mike McDaniel story for me? <laughs> well, I have a lot of Mike <laughs> McDaniel stories. Uh, Mike's great. Listen, Mike is uh, a, a special guy. He's he's he does things differently, and I think you know. One of the one of the ways Steve and I really hit it off when we started working together was we both believe in thinking differently and try to do things differently. That you know the word strategy gets thrown around a lot in, in the business world, and and from my perspective, strategy is not what you do better than your competition; it's what you do different. Uh, there's a lot of you know people talk about the NFL being a copycat league. There's a lot of um, you know a lot of coaches move around, a lot of scouts move around to different teams. Um, and so a lot of teams do things the same way, um, or look at things the same way or go look at film and say, Oh, here's what that team did. Look at that play. Let's copy that and go do, go duplicate that. I think what, what most resonated with Mike in the interview process was just that he is different, um, that he does want to approach things differently. Um, that he is, um, you know, an, an innovator, He'll get people in a room and say, how do we solve this problem in a way that's never been done before? And I think that's, that's how Steve and I think that's how we try to do things in the business. Um, and, and that's how Mike's approaching, approaching the football team. And he does it with uh, incredible positivity. You know, this guy shows up every day, you know, it, it, it's a word that's not often used with head coaches in the national football league. Uh, but from my perspective, I was thinking about it yesterday. You know, Mike's a guy that brings a lot of joy every day um and it's consistent and it's genuine you know he's not putting on a show um he 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 just is that grateful uh the guy you see in the media and on these shows and different things that's who you that's who he is that's who you see when you're alone in the room with him one-on-one just hanging out um so he's very authentic he's very genuine uh you know, some of the stories I can't tell, but I'm trying to think of a great story. Uh, I'm trying to think of a great story, but, you know, just just the, the, the idea that here's a guy who, you know, doesn't look like a head coach in the National Football League. And, you know, when I called around to some of his players in the interview process, people he had coached, uh, I'd never heard players be more effusive about a coach helping them get better. Uh, and Mike's the kind of guy, and I think these players have changed a lot in the last, even just in the last five years, you know, NIL transfer portal. Uh, you know, my, my sons are in high school watching kids, you know, get recruited. Uh, some of their friends, et cetera, get recruited at 14 years old. You know, these universities are bringing them in, putting them on the big screen, 
dressing them up in the uniforms, putting them on social media, this kind of stuff. These kids are growing up differently. And um, the, the old school way of just line up and shut up and do what I tell you to do kind of coaching uh, that used to work. Uh, I'm not sure that's the future of coaching. And what Michael do is he'll sit down, for example, and, you know, with the receiver and say, Hey, I need you to block uh, corners and safeties in the run game. And he, I understand that you get paid to catch passes and catch touchdowns, but let me show you. And he'll put the film up and he'll say, here's a three yard run where the receiver didn't block. Now here's a 35 you know, yard explosive run where the receiver came down and blocked the corner and here's what happened. Well, here's the next play. Here's what happened after the explosive run. Now they got to go, you know, uh, into it, you know, uh, they got to bring the safety down to protect against the run that opens up the deep ball. Now look what happens. The next play, we can throw the deep ball to this guy because now they're single high safety and you can score a touchdown. So if you block in the run game, you have a better chance of scoring more touchdowns. So he explains the why he sits down with them and then the receiver will say, Oh, okay. It helps me. I get it. And you care about me and you want to see me catch more touchdowns, make more money for my career and these things. So he develops those types of relationships. He explains why he gets buy-in and he gets these guys really playing together, working together. Um, and, and he'll innovate and do things for them where, you know, no one's ever taught them to do something a certain way. And then he teaches them to do it that way. It works and makes them a better football player. So, you know, that's really what coaching is, right? You're there to serve those players and, and teach them and make them the best version of themselves. That's how Mike approaches it every day. I think the players appreciate that. Uh, and it's a different mindset than thinking that as the head coach that you were there, you know, to be the czar of everything and those players are there to serve at your pleasure. Um, you know, that's not how Mike approaches it. So he's, he's refreshing to be around. Uh, uh, he's a lot of fun, uh, win or lose. He's, he's consistent. It's it's fun to be around. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 